someone told me long ago. I forgot the rest of the song. Welcome to World According to Christmas Games. Well, that was a very Christmassy song that you opened with. Well, I was going to sing the whole song, but I forgot about it. Uh, is that a Christmas song? I didn't know. No, it wasn't. Okay, so once again, that's a nice Christmas song you started off with. I know. Yeah, well. All right. So, how's your week been? Uh, Good. We're a little late on this podcast since the other one was a little early, so it seems like there's been a little, a lot of time in between. Uh, Has anything happened lately? No, not really. Did we watch any movies? I think we watched something, didn't we? We started oh. watching it. Did we talk about... Um, the what was the... Lou? Is that the name of it, Lou? The one about the reptile? Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about that already? Remember, we talked about it on the uh, podcast where my cousins were here. Well, I couldn't remember if we talked about it. That's why I was asking. That was a good movie. If you hadn't seen it yet, Netflix, Adam Sandler cartoon. Very funny. Yeah, it was. Um, I think we've done something, hadn't we? What did we do? Oh, we went to a Christmas market. Didn't see a whole lot there. No, not really. Got your picture made with somebody? Uh, Santa Claus, but we didn't. You didn't didn't get your picture made with Santa Claus? Who did you get your picture made with? Oh, the Grinch. The Grinch. He's the mean one, that Mr. Grinch. That might have been the Grinch, just possibly. Well, I decorated my Jeep. Possibly. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. Is it not done? Oh, no, it is. What did we do? We got no, it's not dumb. We got to put like those giant like reindeer We're antlers not on the antlers. side. No, why not? That's, that's a step too far. I don't like the antlers. No, uh-uh, you like them. No, what did we do? Uh, what did we do? What's on the jeep? Oh, we put two reefs on the jeep, which is not festive enough. We got to put like a Santa hat on top of the jeep. No, like we duct put tape it down. A bow on the wreath on the front. And we covered the one in the back in Christmas lights. Right? Yeah, but the bow doesn't go on. The bow's on there now. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, no, I don't have the bow on the back one. I have the bow on the front one. Yeah, but I haven't seen the one from from the back, front. Alright, so this week, we are in December now. And uh, for this episode, like I said, what we're... What the podcast is, uh, we're doing festive, Chris old forgotten Christmas games or something like that. Well, I have a list and I don't really know what they are because I didn't look them up that good. You but didn't do he the research. Does. I, I did too. I looked at the names of the games. Oh, but you're supposed to be able to tell me what the game is. Well. I'm pretty sure I can figure it out really quick. Like, questions and commands? That just sounds like true for dare. It is. It's on my list, too. Uh, I didn't know what this one was. Hot something else. That's on my list, too. What is it? Hot cockles hot. I think that's what it says. And I'm guessing this one, fly feather fly. That's on my list, too. Hold on. 
You got the same. My bad. So you didn't go really deep into yours. Yeah. What kind of games did you come up with? Uh, Santa says. I'm pretty sure that's just Simon says, but with Santa. Jingle so, Bell Toss. Santa says. What is that? You just looked up names of games, but you didn't see what the game was? Yeah. Huh. Okay, what else? Uh, pin something the on Rudolph. It's pin something on Rudolph? Pin the the on Rudolph. I didn't finish the sentence. Apparently. I see that. Uh, did I already say Jingle Bell Toss? You started to, but... Jingle Bell Toss and Snowball Bowling. Alright, what is Jingle Bell Toss? You throw jingle bells so you on a tree. You don't know. Huh? Oh, because huh. I didn't know I was supposed to look up what the game was. Well, how are we supposed to talk about a game if you don't even know what it is? Oh. Let's see. Jingle bell toss. And also, uh, see, I was right. You throw jingle bells on a tree, but it's not a real no, tree. No, jingle bell toss is like pink. It's like throw a ball in a cup. Yeah, it's, uh, what's that called? One second. I can't think of what it's called. I, I said one second. Uh, it's the game with the red solo cups. <laughs> I can't believe I can't tell you what that is. It's cup pong. Yeah. I had to look it at on Game Pigeon. So, Jingle Bell Toss is the same as that, but it's got... Chocolate instead of, or jingle bells instead of uh, beer and ping pongs. What's your other one? Uh, snowball bowling. I have a feeling. You use a snowball for bowling? You bowl with a snowball. I'm pretty sure you use a... Just cups and snowballs. Like, why did Zelda come up with snowball bowling? Is that uh-huh. a game in Zelda? Uh-huh. Apparently it is. Snowball bowling is just like those snowballs that you have and plastic cups. That just sounds like knock a cup down. What's your other one? Santa says. It had like some little things on it, so. Santa says. I don't get anything, but. See, it is Simon Says. Santa Says Game Commands. Okay. And then what was your last one? Pin the tail on. Or pin the on Rudolph. Pin the nose of Pin the on Rudolph. Rudolph. Yes. Pin the nose on the... Donkey. The reindeer. Alright. So that's the games you found, right? Yeah. Alright, so... I didn't know we were going... I went way back. Well, you never told us, you never told me, like, how far I had to go. I said old. Well, you didn't explain how I old. I said old. Anyway. Yeah, but I thought those were old. I didn't know they Game were from 2015. number one. Snapdragon. 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 But with a name like Snapdragon, what do you think it is? Something with a, a, a lizard. I'm trying to find... I, I heard about it somewhere else, and it was written about in a book, but I can't remember how long ago that was. But 
we're going to think late 1700s, early 1800s. So what do you what did you say you thought it was? Something with a lizard. Nowhere near that. What? No. So a snapdragon, you would take a large, wide dish, fill it with fruit like raisins and plums. That's the ones they talk about. Then you poured brandy in the bowl, which brandy's alcohol. Yummy. Until the fruit floats. Okay. Okay. You follow me so far? Yeah. So fruit we got a float with a big bowl alcohol. full of alcohol and floating fruit, right? Yeah. And then you eat it. Not quite. Then you throw it at people. Then you set it on fire. Yummy. And you reach your hand in the fire to pull out the fruit and eat it. <laughs> Yummy. And this is a kid's game. This is not an adult game. What? <laughs> yep. Well, I guess there wasn't any drinking limits. They weren't drinking the alcohol. The alcohol was burning. They were eating the fruit. Yeah, on, but... It was the, on fire. Yeah, but the fruit had alcohol. Yeah, but once you set alcohol on fire, the alcohol goes away. Oh, well, well. All right, so the little kids would grab the fruit that was on fire and put it in their mouth. And it says, let's see, the mixture was then set ablaze. Before the players crowded around the flaming bowl and attempted to quickly fish out pieces of fruit with their bare hands. The fruit might very well have been on fire as a brave partygoer stuffed it in their mouth. So they put the flaming... No, Me, they personally, I would have... No, because they liked the blue fire going in your mouth and making it look like you were a dragon. Hence the snapdragon. There was a Victorian poem. Poem? Poem. poem about it. I don't know how it goes so we'll just read it. With his blue and lapping tongue many of you will be stung. Snip snap dragon. For he snaps at all that comes snatching at his feast of plums. Snip snap dragon. Oh, eh. I don't like that rhyme. Well, do you want to eat flaming fruit? No. Okay. That so doesn't that, sound good. That's probably why nobody plays that game anymore. I'd play it. You just said you wouldn't. I'm joking. Hip and hot. Hoop, hoop and, and hide. hide. What do you think? Not hoop and hip hide. and hot. I guess you jump through a hoop and hide. No. This one's a little scandalous. What's that mean? Especially for Victorian days. What is scandalous? Uh, I don't know how to explain. Let's see. You steal someone's wallet. No. Oh, man. And I know what it means. But I don't know how to. Causing general public outrage. <clears throat> Disgracefully bad, typically as a result of someone's negligence or irresponsibility. Okay, so now you know what it is, right? <clears throat> so, hoop and hide. Hoop and hide. It's like hide and seek. But with a hoop. This game seems to have had quite the saucy overtones. As the rule stated that for anyone caught hiding under a bed, the dispute ends in kissing. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just telling you. This is from the History Channel's webpage, so take it up with them. <laughs> Sky History. No, it's the History Channel, but I think Sky's part of it. So a lot of these are like old European games. History Channel. All right, so that was Hoop and Hide. 
Hoop and hide. Questions and commands. Truth and dare. dare. But with a twist. I command you. Let's see. Uh, Players will take turns to be asked questions or receive a command. And failure to complete the task or answer the question satisfactorily would result in the contestant either being forced to cough up money or to have their face rubbed in soot. Is that poop? No. Dirt. It's ashes. Like out of the fire. You know, the black ashes, you get it on your hands sometimes. (laughs) And have it rubbed on their face. You didn't get the money and you didn't comply to the command. It's not even that. If they gave an answer you didn't like, you could do it too. Because <laughs> that's what it said. Failure to complete the task or ask the, answer the question satisfactory. So would you play questions and commands? You didn't do the question or the command. Why are you punching them? It's uh-uh. soot. All right. I'm throwing soot in their face. Flap dragon. Oh. What do you think Flapdragon is? I don't know. The opposite of Snapdragon. So what was the opposite of setting fruit on fire and putting it in your mouth? Put a bunch of Would water in your mouth. freezing the fruit? Is it? Let's see. It's a, Is it what? Is it where you freeze the fruit and put it in your mouth? No. Oh. Womp womp. It's a popular Christmas game in the west of England. Flapdragon was described in one source as a country cousin of Snapdragon. A lit candle would be placed inside a tankard, that's a mug, of ale or cider. The participant then had to drink the booze at considerably risk of burning their face and at least singeing their mustache. So they had to drink. So they had a mug. And they had a candle. They lit a candle in the middle of it. And then and they had, they had drink, fire booze. They had to drink. No, the candle's sticking out, and you have to drink the booze that's in the mug without burning your face with the candle that's sticking up. I know you, you, Mom, Uncle Chris, uh, Jake, and probably someone else would do that. No, I would not do that. That's stupid. <laughs> you can do it. I we can't can do apple cider instead of hard cider. I want hard cider. Alright, that's Flat Dragon. It's another one I don't think I would do. Yummy. Nip Nose. I don't know. This is kind of lame. What do you think Nip Nose would be? I guess you nip someone's nose. How do you nip a nose? I don't know. You bite someone's nose. You bite it or you pinch it? You pinch it. You you pinch the nip of your nose. That is part of it, yes. Boo! That's boring. Well, no, because that's not the end of it. Aw, man. One spirited old Georgian and Victorian Christmas game was Nip Nose. Nip Nose. A group of guests would sit in a circle with other guests sitting in front of them, forming pairs of men and women as much as possible. So, okay, you got two lines. Men on one side, women on the other, right? The guest on the inside... Wait a minute. It was a circle with a bunch a of people. And, and it was like two circles. One on the inside, one on the outside. That's just, I guess that is what it said. I guess you would do like this. You would pinch each other's nose. And go like the, all around. The guests on the inside would nip the other's nose between their thumb and forefinger. Like, like you said. 
The aim was for the nipper to make the nippy laugh by asking them daft or stupid questions or making silly comments. A smirk, giggle, or chortle. Why is that chortle? A laugh. <laughs> on the part of the guest with the clamp nose would result in forfeit. <laughs> that means they would be out. Oh, man. You want to try nip nose? You can do that at your next scouting event, play nip nose. Guys, I've learned this. sit in a circle and pinch each other's nose and make each other laugh. Guys, I learned <laughs> this fire game called nip nose. We all sit in a circle and pinch each other's nose until someone laughs. Did you say fire? Yeah. This is Victorian games. We don't say fire. Well, <laughs> I found this abundance joyful game. There we go. There. All right. Fly, feather, fly. You drop a feather. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. really... You drop a feather and see how long it takes to get to the ground. That's what you think? Yeah. You throw a feather until it flies. You stick a feather in your cap and you call it macaroni. Macaroni. No. So, let's see. This is also from the same Victorian period. This Christmas parlor game involved a group of guests sitting in a huddle as close together as possible. What's a huddle? Is it like... In a circle, like... Basically, like a football. They, football! They sit in a huddle, right? Oh, yeah. But they stand. This You sit in a huddle. A ball of cotton wool or a large feather would be cast into the air, and each guest would have to blow upwards and keep it aloft. It's just keepy-uppy. Is that what that's called? Yeah. You know, where the balloon with the balloon and you hit it up and try not to make it fall. Anyone who failed to do so with the fluffy object falling onto their face would incur a forfeit. No! <laughs> Why'd you forfeit the whole game, Terry? Boo! So this says either a large feather or a ball of cotton wool. Cotton wool. Wouldn't that be kind of hard to... Find a cotton no. wool. You got cotton balls. Aren't those kind of heavy? To be blowing around a, a feather, I can see. Oh, my God. A cotton ball. It must have been something different. Not what we think of as a cotton ball. This tiny piece of cotton ball. All right. Hot cockles. We already mentioned that. You said you didn't know what it was. I don't know. Something about a drink. Not even close. What is it? Where you put a chicken on fire? Maybe. No. What? A book of 1801... Describes a curious Christmas game popular in the late Georgian and early Victorian age. So Georgian, I guess, is late 1700s and Victorian is early no, that's 1800s. A, that's a country. No. What they're talking about here is the age. No, Georgia is a country. I know it is, but that's not what they're talking about here. Okay. This devilish version, it's a variation of devilish. the more well-known Blind Man's Bluff, was known as hot cockles. What is blind man's bluff? Is that like everybody has like no. their eyes closed? One person has a blindfold on, and I think you got to figure out who who's, somebody is. I, who's I the remember. liar? No. How, if somebody's lying to you, know their voice. Right? Yeah, but okay. you don't know where they are because you have a blindfold on. The rule of hot cockles... Is not a game for the faint-hearted or fair-hearted. Hearted. Yeah. 
That's faint-hearted. Faint-hearted. That's what I meant to say. A player would be blindfolded and asked to kneel on the floor. They would then place their head in another player's lap and clasp their hands behind their backs. Are right, you following me so far? Put the head on lay So somebody sitting back. in a chair. One guy puts his hands behind his back and lays his head on the other person's lap. Is that what the picture was at the top? No, that was a picture of them playing questions and commands. That's not. No, that's. No, that's not a lap. He's on the floor. Okay, so. Put. They're sitting in a chair. Person puts his head into the lap. And puts his hand behind his back, right? Uh huh. The kneeling player then shouts, Hot cockles, hot! Huh. I don't even know what cockles are. And other players come up and strike his hands from behind. The kneeling player has to guess the identity of who hit him. <laughs> it's kind of lame. <laughs> you want to play that game? No. You don't want to try to figure out who hit your hands while you're blindfolded? Oh, a cockle is a shell. You looked up hot cockles. I did look up hot cockles. I did not mean to do that. Gotta rid of, get rid of the hot part. So, hot cockles. That sound like a fun game? No? You already told me you didn't like that one. That's like the game where the people put the motorcycle helmet on their head. And like, people hit him. And one person hits him, and he's got to figure out who it is. Oh, I guess that's what blind man, blind yeah. man bluff is. Bing is destroying me here. I don't know what's going on. But cockles is a uh, a little like a muscle or a clam, a type of mollusk like that. All right. Hot cockles, yeah, no, your name. No, that we can just play regular blind man bluff. We are not doing good. These are the twelve Arch- games of old, and we hadn't got one we would do. Number eight, archery. So this is kind of weird. I didn't know this. Is it not a game where you no, shoot it's, arrows? It's, it's archery. That's why I didn't ask you what it was. But it was loved by England in the fifteenth century. Yeah, because especially half, at Christmas. Yeah, because half of them were archers. That might have been part of it. So, the Tudors, which is another, that was a family in old England, reveled in much singing, playing, dancing, and feasting over the Christmas period, and games were often played. But, in 1541, Henry VIII passed the Unlawful Games Act, banning all sports and games on Christmas Day, except for archery. He wouldn't have dreamed forbidding or clamping down on archery. It was seen as vital for the land's defense, like you said, to keep up archery practice among young men. This was followed later by leaping and vaulting, which was aimed at keeping them fit. So archery. That was a big Christmas game. Hunt the slipper. I guess you go find a slipper. Well, close. You yeah. hunt a person with a slipper. That's a little closer. So, hunt the slipper. You kill a person. In the with Middle a Ages, slipper. households would look forward to a game or two. Okay, we just read some. 
One player was elected as the Slipper Soul, who held a shoe in their hands and stood in the middle of a circle of other players, then recited the following rhyme. Cobbler, cobbler, mend my shoe. Make it all new. Free stitches will do. Sounds like a good rhyme there, huh? Yeah. Then the Slipper Soul then gave the shoe to someone seated in the circle and shut their eyes. The seated player would pass the shoe between them behind their backs. And after a short time, the slipper soul opened their eyes. If the slipper soul correctly guessed who had the slipper, the player with the slipper would did become the slipper soul. What's that mean? They would have to be the one in the middle. Oh. Did you understand the game? Everybody's in a circle and you pass the slipper behind you? It's duck duck goose, but with a slipper. Kinda. But you're not running and chasing people. <laughs> you're right. You're trying Boom. to figure out who's got the slipper. Who has my slipper? Mold my cockle bread. <laughs> I'm guessing you make was, cockle bread. I was going to skip this one, but... I guess you make cockle bread. No. What is it? <laughs> it's bad. So, this writer, John Aubrey, wrote of a cheeky commentary... or. Contemporary, goodness gracious, Christmas game played in Northern England. It called it Mold My Cockle Bread. Mold My Cockle Bread. So just for reference, a cockle bread is it's just... bread. Bread or cookie. a bad cookie. Cookie. So, the women would gather upon the table board, gather up their knees and their coats, and... With their hands as high as they can, they would wobble to and fro with their buttocks. As if they were kneading dough with their buttocks. What? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Something about butts. Buttocks. Uh, sorry, my bad. We were welding uh, cockle bread with our buttocks. Exactly. Alright, steal the white loaf. I guess you steal a white loaf. From who? The white loaf soul. Okay. Now, this one, you have somebody who's it. Right? And they... Tag, you're it. They face away from everybody else. Is everybody it, else is behind them. Is it like a racing game where no. like one person has to like... And I guess it is kind of racy, but... Like a person... Is it just like... Uh, I was gonna say tag where like no. one, like all those people like have to chase after that guy and like touch him and then they get the white loaf no so he places an item behind him some kind of treasure that would be the white loaf and then somebody in the people behind him try to sneak up and steal the treasure hence the white loaf is it Oh, it's a, it's museum where like the guy turns I've never around. Heard museum. Red light, green light. Kind of like red light, green light, but you're trying to, no. Red light, green light. They have to stop when you turn. This they're trying to grab something, and then sneak away, and you're trying to either catch them in the act, or figure out who stole it. Your Honor, so I guess he stole my white loaf. 
I guess it is like red light, green light, but with the added of trying to find, figure out who stole the loaf. Who stole my loaf? Blind man's bluff. Didn't we say we didn't know what that was? Yeah. yeah. No, I know what it is. What? It's where you like. Uh, so where you like? Hit someone, and then you gotta like figure out who it was. I think that is, because it says there's also a game called Be in the Middle. Be in the Middle. Those were popular games at Christmas. Blind Man's Bluff or Be in the Middle. Be in the Middle. It said Blind Man's Bluff was a boisterous physical game in uh, a large circle of party guests stood around a player who was wearing a mask in the form of an animal's head. Preventing them from seeing anything. See? This central player was known as the blind man or blind woman. Blind. blind man or blind woman was then spun around three times to disorient them. Then they had to feel their way around the room. When they happened upon another player, they could correctly identify that player. Then that player takes over the role as the mask wearer. It's Marco Polo. Without language, yes. No, like... What do you mean without language? I mean, you're not saying anything. Like, they're all in a circle, and you find, I say, I find you, and I say, that's Noah. No. And that makes you it. Takes, takes ram mask off of you. Takes ram mask. Let's see. Versions played in the Victorian era included buffeting the blind man or woman. Buffeting. This consisted of gently pushing away or spinning the blind man or woman to make it harder for them to get a hold and identify someone. In the Middle Ages, the game could get quite violent with the use of hard blows and strikes from willow whips. Said, whip the people to keep them away from them. No, you would do this. Boom! It said willow whips. Well, I don't know what a willow whip is. All right. I think that's it for today. You can still play Snapdragon. You could if you wanted to, I guess. There's a video on YouTube. You can look up Snapdragon and see what it looks like. And there's also a family doing Snapdragon. Dad, mom, kid, and the whole family play Christmas. That's Botoss. That is not Snapdragon. Well, why did it come up on videos of old Christmas games like Snapdragon? Because that might be a game like Snapdragon, but not Snapdragon. Oh, man. All right, so what you got to say? Uh, Like and subscribe. Go to worldaccordingtonoah at gmail.com if you want to. Free sticker. Wait. There go. <laughs> you got thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> They're going fast. Wink, wink. That's worldaccordingtonoah at gmail.com. If you want a free sticker. You can send us an email. Give us chat suggestions. Murmur. Uh, we like comments. Like and subscribe. Send us a message on iTunes. I'm pretty sure Spotify has comments. Uh, we, I don't know if Spotify does or not. But we love comments. We love them. Tell a friend. We'll be discussing holiday festivity stuff this month. Because it's December. It is December. All right. So I guess that's all we got this week. Uh. I didn't prepare a song, so I'm just gonna sing a song. Uh, jingle bells, jingle bells, Batman smells, Batman smells. Soon it will be Christmas time in the city.
Oh, my goodness. All right, I got to stop that. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.